what can we learn from the earth, from nature, and from natural law? Some people say that nature speaks, but what if I told you that nature doesn't just speak, but it preaches? This is more to the story. I am your host, James Jones. Welcome back to another episode of More to the Story. I apologize for not posting last week. It was extremely busy and and I was unable to publish anything, but I'm back this week and hopefully you can be blessed by today's episode. And I don't know how the weather is where you are, but it's cold here and there's snow on the ground and fire in our fireplaces and and it's it's a beautiful time. I trust everything is going well where you are at. Our prayers are with those in Ukraine and Russia and the surrounding areas Um, during this time. I pray that God's hand would be at work in Europe. Amen. So there's a verse in Psalms 19 that, that sometimes can be overlooked, but today I would like to center in on it. So um, let's read it. In Psalms 19, 1 through 3, the Bible says, The heavens declare the glory of God. And the firmament shows his handiwork. Day unto day utters speech, and night unto night it shows knowledge. And there is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Um, David said that the heavens declare the glory of God. The heavens declare the glory of God. Did you know that that is what a preacher does? He stands on a platform or behind a pulpit or or whatever, and he declares the glory of God. We've all heard preachers do that. We've heard them preach and declare the goodness and the kindness and the love of God. But that's not what David was talking about because he didn't say that preachers declare, or in his day it would be prophets declaring, but, but David said that the heavens declare the glory of God. The same thing that preachers do, the heavens and the atmosphere and nature, they do the same thing. Then David says that day unto day utters speech. David says that every single day is talking. It is uttering speech. Then he says that night unto night it shows knowledge. So every evening, David says, every night season is showing us something. And lastly, David says there is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Whose voice? Not mine, not yours, not any other preacher, but the voice of the heavens and the firmament and day into day and night into night. And what he means is this, there's no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Every language group, every nation and people, no matter their speech, they understand everything that the heavens and the earth is saying. They understand the language that the days and the nights are speaking. So let's make some practical observations from this. There is a large group of people that tragically do not believe in God. They reject the idea 
that there is any supernatural being, and, and they don't believe that God exists, and so they claim atheism. And when we talk to atheists, I think it can sometimes be uh, difficult to use the Bible, even though the Word of God is, is so powerful to us, it, it means nothing to them because they don't believe in God, let alone His Word. And you can, or I can, quote scriptures to them, but really, unless their heart is open, they will not see it. And I'm not saying that the Bible is ineffective, because it's, it's not. The Word of God is powerful. Isaiah said that it does not return void, and it accomplishes what, it needs, to be, what needs to be accomplished. So I'm not saying that it's ineffective, but what I, am, what I am saying is that we do not need the Bible to prove that there is a God. We don't need a preacher to preach to declare the glory of God or prove that there is a God, but David said that the heavens declare the glory of God, and there is no speech, there's no language that does not understand its voice. And so, even without the Bible, or without a preacher, nature proves God's existence. So every day that you wake up, and the sun rises and sets in the same place as it has for the last 10,000 years. Every time the, the moon changes its phase in the exact same order it has for all of time, when the stars are marched out onto the sky every evening in the exact same locations, in the exact same patterns and constellations, so exact that mariners and, and ship captains, if their gauges or to fail them, they can find their position and find their direction just by going out and looking at their position in relation to the stars. Every day you wake up and every system in your body is working together to maintain life. When your nerves are sending signals and your eyes are sending images and your ears are receiving vibrations and your brain is sorting everything out all at the same time, and you are feeling and you're seeing and you're hearing all simultaneously at the same time. And when you take all of this in, you realize that somebody must have known what they were doing when they created this place or this life. The heavens and the earth are declaring the glory of God and day unto day is uttering speech, and night unto night is showing knowledge. And when you, when you go to a classical concert, and you listen to an orchestra play, and the stringed instruments are playing alongside the wind instruments, and the wind instruments with the brass instruments, and, and, and all of that with the percussion, and they're playing all at the same time. And you would think that that, that would sound so bad and chaotic because there's so many different instruments and musicians and people that are playing with different personalities and, 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 and they're all playing at the same time. You would think that it would be so unorganized and so random and chaotic. But when the cellos and the violins and the guitars and the basses and the saxophones and the trumpets and the trombones and the horns and the clarinets and the oboes and the flutes and the pianos and the harps and the drummers, when they all begin to play together, it sounds so beautiful and, and magical and it's unbelievable. 
because how could so many different players and instruments all work in tandem so flawless and seamless and produce such beautiful songs and melodies? And you sit back and you realize that it's not random and it's not born from chaos. But there was a composer that sat down and took days to write out music for each instrument. And he wrote and he composed and orchestrated all of it to work out. He wrote music for the violins and the other stringed instruments. He wrote music for, for the wind instruments and, and the brass instruments. And he wrote it all out in order for them to play together. He composed it and orchestrated it to work out. And when you look at this earth, and the natural laws and the natural orders and how everything works together so flawless and seamless, you know it's not random and you know it's not born from chaos, but there was a God that sat down and took six days to write and compose and put it all together and, and, and make sure that everything works. David said the heavens declare his glory, nature preaches the glory of God. Nature proves that creation was not random because nature has direction. For example, an oak tree produces acorns, and if you were to take acorns from an oak tree and, and plant them and irrigate them, what will those acorns eventually grow into? Oak trees. It's not random. You don't have to guess what it's going to be. Uh, those acorns will never randomly become a palm tree or a pine tree. You can give them hundreds of years and thousands of years and even millions of years if, if, if you believe in that kind of stuff. You, you can give it all of that time and, and an acorn will never be a, a stalk of corn, but it will always be an oak tree. So here's the point. You know that an acorn will always become an oak tree because it has direction. It, it, it's already been giving its, its instructions on what it will become. And if something has direction, there must be a director. And when you harvest seeds from tomatoes and you plant them, you don't have to guess what you're going to be growing, but you know that it will be a tomato plant because it already has its direction. There's no randomness. There's no guessing. There's no... Um, if every seed knows what it will become and already knows what direction it will go, then you know there must be something that's above nature and ordering nature. So we say this phrase all the time, and even atheists will say this phrase. It's the natural order of things. Say that. It's the natural order of things. Well, if there's a natural order, who gave that order? If the earth has a natural order, who gave it that order? Because for something to have order, someone has to give it order. And that's why David says that the heavens declare the glory of God. Nature preaches the gospel. And the law of gravity that, that has never lost its grip, it preaches the glory of God. The planets that are in their perfect orbits, they preach the glory of God. The perfect order of plant and animal life, they preach the glory of God. So if nature preaches the Gospels, then there are things that we can 
we can learn from nature if we would just listen. You see, God is very real, and you don't need this podcast to tell you that. Just go outside and look, what, look at what God has put together. Look at your relationships and your emotions, love and care and joy and sadness and anger, and ask yourself, where did my emotions come from? How do I feel? How do I feel love? How do I feel joy and happiness and sadness and anger? Where did my emotions come from? They came from a God that can feel, that can love, care, have joy, a God that can feel sadness and anger. Nature declares the glory of God. The heavens declare the glory of God. And there's lessons in principles that we can learn from nature and from the atmosphere and from the universe and from our, our bodies and from our emotions and, and how our life is ordered and how, our life, how we exist. It all declares the glory of God. And I'm going to do a part two to this next week, hopefully. Um, the good Lord willing, we'll do a part two to, the, to this next week because I want to talk about some of the principles that we can learn from the earth, from nature, the different messages that are being preached by the heavens and by um, the firmament and day into day and night into night. There's some powerful principles that we need to know. So thank you for joining me today. I apologize for it being a little bit shorter. But hopefully this can be a blessing today. God is real. Just go outside and look around. Amen. Just go outside and look around and you will know uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is real.